Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy. For today, my name is Heather. I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. We have so much to talk about. So much. But the good news and the bad news is I'm not going to get to all of it this time around because I recorded a part of this podcast earlier. And uh, when I went back to review the podcast, I recorded it on the webcam mic. So, oh gosh, it sounded so terrible. So, oh, we're not going to get to everything today, but we're going to get to the major, major headlines. And the bad thing is, another one, (laughs) it's not really bad, but my uh, computer decided to do a, a restart. And so a lot of the stuff I had was lost, but that's okay. That's okay because um, Microsoft Edge, uh, trust me, tracks and trace everything you do. So um, <laughs> we'll pull that all back up. So one thing I wanted to remind you guys about was, okay, off grid with Doug and Stacy.com. So he did another upload yesterday. Uh, and I want you guys, if you can, go to their YouTube channel and check it out. So the big deal here is YouTube is really good about if you um, copyright something, they won't let you monetize the video, but you can still put the video out there. And so um, what they did was uh, they demonetized this video and he said that was fine. He didn't carry one of the truth to get out. And then they did the little red eye with the line through, which means nobody can see this for your eyes only pretty much is what they're saying. Um, folks, I'm going to link the, um, I'm going to link the, uh, the episode that he's talking about the, the, uh, YouTube one that he did yesterday. And I'm going to put that, um, in, in, in the, uh, description so that you guys can go click on that. Uh, and it's the truth about what's going on right now. And it goes all the way back to 2008 and 2009. So if you guys were ever under the assumption, uh, you know what they all say about assuming you may not. If you listen to me from other parts of the world, but you don't want to make a beep out of you and me. So, uh, assumption. So, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you guys want to go back. So, if you thought that there was anything going on and the world's going to go on just like it always has and everything's going to be peachy keen we're all going to go back as fine as frog hair and everything's going to be great. It's not. It's not. You can read your Bible. As believers, we know it's, it's not going to go back to being fine as frog hair. It's going to go uh, really, really bad until Christ comes back. And that's what the whole tribulation is about. And the great tribulation is really about um, going to save Israel so that Israel will know. So um, read your Bibles, read Revelation, get into Ezekiel, get into Daniel. Um, yeah, dig in, dig into the Word of God. I am so, I, I thought up here again today, the Legacy Standard Bible. Um, was done by the Master Seminary, which is John MacArthur and uh, company. Folks, if you don't have that, grab it. You can wa- you can look at it online too. You can read it online for free. Um, but it's nothing like having the Bible in your hand. Am I right? Am I right? Okay, so mine is in my backpack or I would grab it right now, but I'm taking it to work with me here in a little bit. So I've really got to jump onto this. I got to stay focused. ADD squirrel. I have got to stay focused this morning or this afternoon because I have to head to work. So, um, the one that I did that I recorded, I was like, oh, man, it was good to you guys. It was good. But you know what is good? I'll tell you what. God is good. And so 
When God wants the truth out, God's going to get the truth out to you guys no matter what, okay? So what's going to happen is the other two that I wanted to talk to you guys about articles I will not get to right now, but I will later, okay? Um, well, I'll hint at them. Major supply chain issues are starting to develop all over the country. Yeah, folks, that is by Michael Snyder, the Economic Collapse blog. It was posted yesterday, and you can check that out at prophecynewswatch.com. Um, and if I get to it, I may touch on it. But the major, major thing uh, I wanted to talk to you guys. Oh, and another one is Amid, Amid Healthcare Militarization, New White House Pandemic Office. <laughs> it's by Alex Newman, libertysentinel.substack.com. So the U.S. healthcare system, including a new permanent pandemic office at the White House is being weaponized to bring the population under control and what can you do about it folks I'm going to put this in the description as well if you want to read it uh, before I can read it to you <laughs> uh, I'll leave that there too so you guys can check it out but the big one I want to talk to you guys about today is globalism and the coming world dictator deceiving versus restraining folks you can go to harbingersdaily.com posted today well it's Friday, August the 25th. It was posted last night, okay? August the 24th. I'm so sorry, yesterday. Okay, Jeff Kinley. I have a couple of Jeff Kinley's books. He's a great author, a great, great author. Folks, I just want to remind you guys, um, you know, just, just, you know, just to put this out there, you know, we should be supporting each other. You know, if there are great authors out there, go support them. Jeff Kinley, um, Terry James, um, there's a lot of really, really good authors out there. And Leo Homan, he does a lot of research. Uh, Leo Homan, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Go to his website, check him out. You can get on his email list and uh, he will send you emails of stuff that doesn't, it's not on his website. It's very good information. So we really should be like supporting, especially these folks out here um, that are doing so much research that I can bring it to you guys. You know, I can go hunt it up and then bring it to you guys. And, uh, you know, we pray for all of these people that are doing such a wonderful job. Jim Markell and gang, James Cadiz, um, uh, Tom Jones, is it, is it uh, I always say, I always want to call him Tom Jones and I don't know why I always want to call him Tom Jones. It was like, there was a country singer, I think called Tom Jones, but it's Tom Hughes, Tom Hughes, Pastor Hughes is doing a wonderful, wonderful job. And so lots of good folks out there doing a lot of great work. Uh, Pastor Billy Crone at GetAlifeMedia.com. GetAlifeMedia.com. Go check him out there in Nevada. For us Texas folk, we like to call Nevada, but it's Nevada. And us Texas folks, we like to call Colorado, Colorado. But this girl that I worked with, she goes, it's Colorado. Okay, Colorado. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a manager at Kmart there in, in New Mexico, and they said, bag. I'm like, do I want to what? She goes, would you like a bag? I'm like, what's a bag? She goes, a bag, and she flipped out this little plastic bag. I said, a bag? And she goes, yeah, a bag. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, just a little just a little um, humor for you guys this morning. But let's jump to this article because it's mucho, mucho importante. This is what we're talking about. This is the coming end times. This is what we're already in the end times. This is the coming tribulation. And folks out there who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I am telling you, today is a day. The day is a day for your salvation. Do not wait another moment to cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ and ask him to save you. That's all you got to do. Ask him to save you. Believe that he is who he says he is. He is the son of God. He is God. 
He is. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ in Christ alone. I'll put that out there. There are not many roads to heaven, but there are many paths that lead to destruction, and many will there find it. And there is a narrow path that leads to life, and few there'll be that find that. You can find that in the Bible. Um, okay, so folks, there's go. Globalism and the coming world dictator deceiving versus restraining. Jeff Kinley posted August the 24th. You can find it at harbingersdaily.com. So he says in the first part, this is Jeff Kinley's talking about a look into globalism. In the end times, coming world dictator who explored the first of the four essential elements in Satan's plan to take over the world. Now he will explore the remaining three elements that will complete Satan's strategy. So, I want to put this up there. He did do one on August the 22nd. It's a globalism in the coming world dictator reforming the governments of the nations. And so he's got that up there. And you know what? We may we may just read that manana. Or maybe we should read that today. Should we do the first one today and the second one later? Hmm. Uh, let me tell you. I'll give you the key points of his first one. Reform the governments of the nations. Deceive the hearts of humanity. Prepare and position his man of sin. Remove the church's influence. Well, <laughs> we can see how far they're going with that. Pretty dead button far right. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's read it. I think I got time. Let me look off what we got here. Okay, I got time. We're going to read fast, okay? All right, folks, get your seatbelts on, strap it in, put your headphones on, pay attention. Here we go. For some 6,000 years, Satan has longed to accomplish his original threefold objectives, to be God, to rule the earth, and to be worshipped by all humanity. But in order for this to happen, the world must be fundamentally changed. Satan must reshape and recreate in it it in his own image. This requires four essential elements in his strategy, folks. This is part one. Okay, I'm going to read part one. So number one, I just went over all of these. Reform the governments, the nations, deceive the hearts of humanity, prepare and position as man of sin, and remove the church's influence. Each of these four prophetic pillars is pre- predicated upon crisis. Let's examine what scripture says about each, about how each of these will be fulfilled and what contemporary clues we contemporary clues indicate they are currently in formation. Number one, reforming and realigning the governments of the nations. Daniel 2 and 7 speaks of a revived Roman Empire, also reflected in Revelation 13 and 17. This 10-king alliance will likely be representative of the most powerful European and Western nations in the last days. Keep in mind, kingdoms and countries can be crippled in a matter of weeks or months due to war, economic collapse, invading armies, or through divine judgment. Scripture does not specify who these 10 kings will be or what their kingdoms will look like. Presumably, they will ex- include existing nations, pre-existing alliances, conglomerate governments, or even newly formed multinational alliance, uh, alliances. One king may represent many nations. It's even possible that the current European Union could be represented as one kingdom by their president. Again, scripture doesn't fill in the blanks for us here, he says. These future nations could each represent many countries, regions themselves. Historians and theologians agreed that once mighty Rome could be revived as a ten-nation confederation. What we can be confident of is the fact that there will be a unified one-world government formed in the tribulation. Is there evidence of movement towards that goal today? Jeff asked. So, the past foreshadows the future. On January the 10th of 1920, the League of Nations was formed as the first worldwide intergovernmental organization. Originally meant to encompass 
32 nations, its purpose was to prevent another world war through disarmament, collective security, and intergovernmental dialogue. President Woodrow Wilson won the Nobel Prize for his role as the leading architect of the League. Boy, that's kind of frightening. But the United States Senate refused to join the League out of concern for American sovereignty. Well, praise the Lord for that. And he says that we know that the League of Nations was not able to prevent another global war. Adolf Hitler aspiring to conquer Europe, then the globe plunged humanity into another world war. Interestingly, he says Hitler's plan had included a thousand-year Reich realm or empire, counterfeiting the future thousand-year millennial reign of Jesus Christ. And the Holocaust he inflicted on the Jews was an eerie prelude to Revelation 12, representing Satan's attempt to prematurely jumpstart the tribulation in his reign on earth. After the war ended in 1945, Winston Churchill advocated for the formation of the United States of Europe. His vision for the future of Europe and world peace in 1957, France, West Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Belgium, and Luxembourg signed the Treaty of Rome, establishing the European Economic Community, or the EEC, or the European Common Market. What is known today as the European Union currently has 27 nations. In addition, the United Nations has become a bloated, self-important bureaucracy seeking to expand its power over every nation and individual in the world. Never let a crisis go to waste. So when the COVID pandemic hit, um, I'm saying pandemic, anyway, current and former world leaders issued calls for a global governance system. Tony Blair, Gordon Brown, and former General Secretary of the UN, Ban Ki-moon, or Bain Kaimun, you know, I'm sorry, guys, uh, urged for the united efforts of the G20 nations, the UN, the International Monetary Fund, and the World Bank to secure human rights, solidarity, and justice by stimulating our shared responsibility as global citizens. Currently, Ban is the deputy chair of the elders and an independent group of international leaders working together for peace, justice, and human rights. Among their global agenda is a multilateral cooperation among nations, peace, universal health coverage, yes, first, universal health coverage, and battling climate change towards justice for all. A relatively new player on the global scene has joined this mix. Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic Forum, has been convening global elites every year since 1971 in the relatively obscure town of Davos, Switzerland. During the COVID crisis, Schwab said, Quote, the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. Mm. So other religious leaders and globalists were eager to chime in. Quote, each one of us is evolving towards the Godhead. I believe that the Messiah whom we wait, await, whom we all without any doubt wait, await, is the universal Christ. That is to say, the Christ of evolution. And that is from Talhard de Chardin, French Jesuit priest, philosopher, paleontologist, and evolutionist. And then, quote, uh, he continues, we must move as quickly as possible to a one-world government, a one-world religion, under a one-world leader. At his choice hour, the absolute supreme will ring his own victory bell here on earth through the loving and serving heart of the United Nations. Robert Mueller, former assistant secretary general of the United Nations, proponent of the global constitution. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's somebody coming. <laughs> That's Jesus Christ, and he is uh, 
not going to be what they think he's going to be. Mm. So what catalyst could catapult the world's nation into such a unified agreement? What global emergency or a planetary predicament would be so severe, so acute, so devastating, and so impactful that it would motivate the nation's leaders to cast aside their differences and past conflicts? What would move them so essentially to essentially dissolve their borders, weaving global economics and common pursuits together in order to become one? What or who will unite them? The COVID responsible is a foreshadow of things to come. The real agenda, according to the World Economic Forum and International Monetary Fund, is climate change, economic equality and social justice. What does this look like practically? It is essentially involves worshiping the planet and destroying capitalism in favor of socialism and casting aside the Judeo-Christian faith system that would stand in their way. He says, those are but surface issues masking an even deeper agenda found in Psalm, uh, Psalm chapter 2, verses 1 through 6, of course, in the KJV. Why do the heathens rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak upon, unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. And he goes on to say, Jeff says, yes, a one world government is in formation looming on the horizon. As Michelle Bachman has testified, political leaders in Europe are avidly pursuing such a goal. And America is currently led by a man whose build back better plan or 666, as I can say. Anyway, a campaign was lifted verbatim from the pages of the World Economic Forum's Global Reset Agenda. Folks, if you think that this is all just oh you you conspiracy theorists you crazy folks you christians <laughs> you backwood hillbillies you uneducated people well i hate to tell you but the most majority of us are educated um and it doesn't really matter because if they have the holy spirit hey, hey that's all you really need let me tell you some wisdom comes from the lord not from this world i'll tell you that much so let me move on over here because I, I, I want to, if I can, here I'm going to pull up the LSB, my microphone's in my way, LSB, um, Bible Online, oops, yes folks, I can not type today, because ah, ah, ah. I want to read, um, let me move this out of the way here a little bit, I want to read, ah, sorry about that guys, do, 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 um, I'd like to read this in the LSB, which you can find at the BibleGateway.com, BibleGateway.com. And so I want to go back, if I can find that article. Okay, there we go. So we're looking at Psalms 2, 1 through 6. So that's what I want to look up right now. We're going to go to Psalms, the book of Psalm. There we go. Psalm, there we go. And I want to do right there. I'm going to click on that little guy. So Psalm, what did I say? ADD, ADD, chapter 2, chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. So we're going to go chapter 2, verse 1 through 6. We're going to do Psalms 2. 
top that in verses one through six. So why do the nations rage and the peoples meditate on a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against Yahweh and against his anointed saying, let us tear their fetters apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs, the Lord mocks them. Then he, the Lord, speaks to them in his anger and terrifies them in his fury, saying, But as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. So there you go. You kind of get a little touch of what it's like there on the LSB, which I really do like the Legacy Standard Bible. Just throwing that out there. Anyway, so we may have time. I do believe I've got time. I do. Maybe. I do. I do. We're going to read fast, guys. We're going to read really fast. I have 10 minutes. So this is part two, globalism and the coming world dictator deceiving versus restraining. This is, once again, Jeff Kinley, and he posted this on the 24th of August, and it's at harbingersdaily.com under deception if you want to look for that. So anyway, we're going to go on. Deceiving hearts and minds. The second essential element in Satan's global strategy to reset and rule the nations is through deceiving the hearts of humanity. In order to accomplish this, he must utilize a crisis. So prior to 2020, could you imagine your own government dictating this, folks? Number one, when you could leave your house, where you could go, when and if you would be allowed to gather for worship and when and where you could travel, whether you could continue your business and whether you would be allowed to keep your job. Mm. Government responses to the pandemic demonstrate the ruse, both incrementally and boldly. Satan has lied, John 8, 44, manipulating the masses using fear, promises, uh, promising peace and safety, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. He persuaded the majority of Earth's inhabitants to buy into the plan. First, it was through empty promises, utilizing lockdowns, masks, social distancing, and vaccines as the pathway to peace, health, and returning back to normal. However, as impatient as Satan is, he has overplayed his hand before the watching eyes of discerning believers. He did this by implementing force through mandates and government overreach. This Two, however, is a preview to the grand delusion that will eventually blanket the minds and hearts of billions during the tribulation. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verses eight and eight through twelve. So today, many people recognize that we are in the midst of a seismic shift of historical proportions. The strategy of deception, manipulation, and coercion may backfire in the short run, but it fits the pattern of the Antichrist one world government described in Bible prophecy. But in order to complete the download of lies into the collective consciousness of humanity, Satan must assault the human mind on multiple fronts. Fear of death from a mysterious virus is but one way to ensnare his prey. He must also redefine morality, virtue, humanity itself, and our relationship to our creator. He must also alter the very nature of humanity as well. The evil one is succeeding quickly and overwhelmingly in our own society. Many people enthusiastically deny the creator that made us, casting aside the fetters of morality and religion. They clamor for a new world over over order overseen by a global government. Satan has just the man to lead this brave but godless new world. To prepare and position his man of sin, the third component in Satan's master plan is to prepare and position the man of his own choosing, the man of sin. Some may bristle at talking about the Antichrist, he says. I mean, shouldn't we just talk about Jesus? Isn't teaching uh, about the Antichrist giving the devil more attention than he deserves? So why even talk about it, Jeff asks. Well, he says... He's in the Bible. More than 100 passages of Scripture mention him. He is the most dominant in times person apart from Jesus Christ. He is definitely coming, 1 John 2.18. The spirit of Antichrist is already among us, 1 John 4.3. And he is likely alive today. 
So he says, what is the Antichrist profile? What will this nefarious figure be like? The scripture doesn't reveal his name. It does outline for us a profile of the man of sin. We cannot see his face, but we can trace his silhouette. Piecing together scripture puzzle pieces, there is actually much we can know about the coming Antichrist, Satan's Superman. It is likely he will rise out of the nation within the borders of the old Roman Empire, possibly from within existing European Union nation. He will rise to prominence, position himself, or perhaps being positioned by Satan to lead the new world order. He will complete the Great Reset, at least for a time, or at least for a while. He will draw his energy and authority directly from Satan himself, Revelation chapter 13, verses 2 through 6, until he is fully possessed by the devil. The Bible states that, quote, the whole earth was amazed and followed after the beast, and they worshiped the dragon because he gave his authority to the beast, saying, who is like the beast and who is able to wage war? with him there is so much more we could say about the antichrist scripture adds that he will make war with the saints and the jews revelation chapter 13 verse 7 uh, chapter 12 verses 12 through 17 and chapter 20 verse 4 he will also fully unite the world through enacting the mark of the beast 666 revelation chapter 13 verses 11 through 18 the global reset is a grand delusion a satanic scheme through which satan is grooming the planet for a godless unity and to receive his global leader with open arms which brings brings us to his final strategy to silence remove the church's influence as long as believers are present and able to exert influence satan will not be able to fully implement his end time strategy to propel his man into prominence and preeminence he will need a global crisis like none the world has ever seen that crisis must be bigger and more frightening than a virus that has a one percent mortality rate uh, among the elderly he says i believe that crisis will be the rapture of the church second thessalonians is 2 verses 6 and 7 uh, KJV says and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his own time for the mystery of iniquity doth already work only he who now letteth will let until he uh, until he be taken out of the way and I do want to come over here and I want to read uh, 2 Thessalonians 2 here in um, da, 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 uh, here in the um, LSB version 2 Thessalonians 2 uh, and this is going to be verses 1 through 6, 1 through 6, okay? So, uh, it says, Now we ask you, brothers, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, that you not be quickly shaken in your mind or be alarmed, whether by a spirit or a word or a letter as, from, as if from us, to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Let no one in any way deceive you, for it has not come Unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the sanctuary of God, exhibiting himself as being God. And so, folks, that is Second Thessalonians uh, chapter 2, verses 1, um, verses 1 through 4. Let me go back over here and uh, let me check here. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about there because um, that's pretty good stuff right there. But so let's go back. Second Thessalonians 2, 6 and 7, because I hate to take some out of context. So that's the entire beginning of the context. So chapters uh, 2 and then 6 and 7 says, and 
So here we go. And you know what restrains him now so that in his time he will be revealed. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then that lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord Jesus will slay with the breath of his mouth and bring to an end by the appearance of his coming. So this is wonderful, folks. Verse nine is going to continue. Whose coming is in accord with the working of Satan, with all power and signs and false wonders, and with all the deception of unrighteousness for those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. And for this reason, God sends upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false in order that they all may be judged who did not believe the truth, but took pleasure in unrighteousness. So, I want to go ahead and read all of that in context um, because I think it's important. And that last part, okay, if you notice, it says, um, because they didn't accept Christ. So all of the people here on earth who have had plenty of opportunity, plenty of opportunity to accept Christ as their Savior, they know Jesus, they know He is created, they know He is God, you know, they know, but they refuse to believe. They don't want to. I'll go, well, I don't know. I will later. I will later. I don't have time right now, whatever. Those people, the Bible just tells us that they, it says right here, and with all the deception of unrighteousness for those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. And for this reason, God sends upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe what is false in order that they, that they all may be judged who did not believe the truth, but took pleasure in unrighteousness. That's key verses right there, folks. So if you know somebody, like I know a guy. He's a horrible, 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 uh, immoral guy that I used to work with. And I'd always tell him about Jesus and, you know, the rapture. And he goes, um, uh, he said, you know, if all you people were raptured, well, then I'll believe. And I said, no, no, Cal, you won't. It'll be too late for you. And then I read him that scripture and he's blew it off. So, but that is the truth, folks. That's the truth. So he ends with, yes, a one world government is in formation looming on the horizon. As Michelle Bachman has satisfied, political leaders in Europe are avidly pursuing such a goal. And America is currently led by men whose build a bug butter 666 campaign was lifted verbatim from the pages of the World Economic Forum's Global Reset. Guys, you better get your boots on. I'm just telling you, you better get ready because we're going to be snatched out of here. Woo, doggy. In the blink of an eye. Man, it's not even a blink. It's a twinkling, a twinkling of an eye. This mortal body uh, will be put. Uh, will put on more immortality. This corruptible body will be made incorruptible. Christ Jesus is going to change us just like that. He's going to snatch us out of this place, and we're going to be with Him uh, in heaven with the marriage supper of the Lamb, and I'll be able to eat. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I look forward to that. Yeah, you don't really know what you lose when you can't go out and eat with your friends anymore. You just can't go. If you're hungry, you can't just walk into a convenience store and grab something. Yeah, you, know, you don't you don't you don't realize uh what kind of freedom that is. But I always think about the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul had a thorn too. And so I think, well, maybe that's just my thorn, you know. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful for everything. I'm thankful for the things that I can eat and for the good days that I have. And I'm thankful for the bad days too, because he always gets me through them. <laughs> oh folks oh, I tell you it's going to be a good day I'm going to head off to work and I uh, want you guys to you know stay in the word of God just just get in the word get in the word 
um, read the word like just now, like I started reading and like I didn't want to stop reading. You have that love of the word of God. Do you have that love of the word? Um, there's a lot of Bible studies on there. Athy Creek. Uh, I love Pastor uh, Meter. Love him. Brett Meter It's wonderful. Lots of good stuff. Lots of great folks out there. Uh, Pastor Billy Crone has a lot, a lot of stuff online. I'm going to, you know what I may do? I'm going to go ahead and go to getalifemedia, getalifemedia.com. <laughs> get a life media, folks. Um, so, and I'm going to show you how to get there. So you'll go to that website. And on the top, you're going to see home, contact, online services, watch videos, online catalog, and donate. And just in case you get, I'm going to do this today, is the all access digital membership. You're saying what? I'm saying that's right. <laughs> you can watch all of these documentaries with that digital online membership. And I do believe it's like $69 or something. But anyway, until that time right now. So you can go to home, contact, online services. Boom, you're going to click on watch videos. And man, it's going to open up this whole page, right? And it's going to say apologetics and Bible prophecy and evangelism, spiritual warfare, Christian living, holiday messages, Bible classes. Um, we've got all kinds of stuff. He's got um, a, a life worth living for the character of God. All kinds of wonderful stuff. Oh my goodness, it's awesome. He's got aliens, UFOs, and the rapture. He's got Russia, Ukraine, the great COVID deception. Guys, uh, abortion, the mass murder of children, the rapture, don't be deceived, the seal study guide, folks, he's got all kinds of wonderful stuff, UFOs, the great last days, deception, RFID, um, those are documents that are free for you guys to watch, um, hybrid super soldiers and the coming genetic apocalypse, I actually bought that one, but that one's free right now, and then the seals, the rapture, don't be deceived, um, folks, everything, anything, please don't go to hell, the love of God, eternal salvation, or eternal security, the power of God, um, guys, the wisdom of God, um, talks all about the classes, you know, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, New Age, Roman Catholicism, Mormonism, Jehovah Witnesses, Seventh-day Adventists, Christian Science, Scientology, Charismatic Movement, Part 1s and 2, Witchcraft, Satanism, and he's on right now, Voodoo and Vampires, it's the rise of demon worship. Folks, I want to just tell you guys, if you have nothing else to do, <laughs> but you want to study the Bible and you want to be able to reach out to say Seventh-day Adventists or you've got some Catholics that you know, Hindus, whatever, these classes are going to help you and they're all on video. They're all part of his sermon teachings on Wednesday night. I'm telling you folks, get out there and check it out. Um, you're going to want to get plugged in. And if you ever, if you do watch, um, if you do watch him online and y'all watch, I'm a member of the online, uh, uh, online, um, um, what you call it, church, Anyway, um, if you do watch that one, he says, Heather from Texas, and you know, I've got that little SKS uh, semi-automatic rifle. That's me. So if y'all watch that and you see that, and Heather, that's me, Heather from Texas. <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway, so Klaus Schwab, eugenics, in the rise of the Nephilim, Klaus Schwab sermons, and all, folks, all kinds of stuff. The end of humanity, uh, the end of this program, because I've got to get out of here and uh, go to work. <laughs> but anyway, oh, and spiritual warfare, which we're in right now, guys. We are in it right now. Um, another thing, Warren Wearsby has a wonderful book and it's called the strategy of Satan, I think. And I've actually just got that book. I've had it a long time ago and I, I gave it away and then several, I've bought it several times. So I bought it again. Now's the time we need to, we need to equip ourselves. The Bible has given us all the information that we need. Uh, the Holy Spirit, the word of God, all we need to put on Jesus Christ. That is our armor, Ephesians 6 verses 11. Um, so get at the word of God. So check out that book. Um, if you want to, 
If you don't, that's cool too. <laughs> but a uh, spiritual warfare, he's got the Satan war on, uh, the satanic war on the Christian. This is getalifemedia.com. If you click under watch videos, you're going to find that and it's going to protect him from Satan and demons, the reality, all kinds of great stuff. Um, but anyway, guys, with that, I'm going to get out of here. So get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you in Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Guys, thank you all so much for listening and supporting me. I really do appreciate it. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up because Jesus is coming to take us home.